Hello, everyone. It's Jet Tedesel here with you again. Welcome to the Women in Pop podcast. It is such a joy to have your company once more. Now, before we get into today's show, issue 12 of Women in Pop magazine is due to appear very, very soon. It is a cracker of an issue. So please get in early and get your copy before everybody else by subscribing at womeninpop.com forward slash subscribe, where you can also buy previous issues. And stay tuned to our social media channels. Just search Women in Pop to find out the incredible artists we feature in issue 12. And on to today's guest. She has just been releasing music since 2020. We're still in 2021, but has already been touted as the next big thing with her incredible tunes being praised by everyone from BBC to Triple J to people on the street. She has 25 million streams to her name and today she releases her third EP again, two years, Ladder to the Moon, which is just so spectacular. It is the wonderful as your writer, as your hello and welcome to Women in Pop. Hello, it's so beautiful to be back here with you. Yeah, a year on, it's really special. A year on and so much music, my gosh. I want to say that you're in, like you're your own sweatshop. <laughs> <laughs> well, my it is definitely um, my manager when I first kind of started on my writing process and started going to London and LA, he, he said to me, he's like, Azuri, you're going to write 100 songs. And I was like, no, 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 I can't do that. I definitely wrote that many songs. So I would say I have a, I guess, a backlog of stories that I kind of had ready to release. And I'm just so excited that I'm able to release these ones now because I think um, it feels really right that this is the time that they're coming out. Oh, my God. It's so joyous and so ready for the party, but the kind of party that's sprung up from the ground like a kindly orc. Like just, it's a very natural party, like, yep. but it's a party all the same. Um, how do you feel about release day? Like how is it to have this actually out into ears as a complete set now? It feels, it's quite incredible. I think I've, you know, I wrote um, majority of these songs at two and a half, at least two and a half years ago. So I definitely feel like in delving back into these songs, I have, they've like kind of found a wider meaning within me than I really believed from them when I first wrote them. I have been saying to people because I really believe this that I kind of subconsciously wrote them for my future self. I think there were things I was experiencing and going through that I wasn't yet ready to process and face and I kind of in coming back to them now really feel like I, I was and it was the time to to do that and to share that journey with people. Um, so I think, yeah, finally being able to share the whole project and, you know, my whole heart through this is really, spe really special. What I love about your music is, you know, I, I keep going back to that Earth Mother, like, you know, Stevie Nicks barefoot vibe, but it's also incredible pop. And that's what I love about it. Um, but then very recently, I i mean, I knew you were a painter, I knew you were a photographer, but I read that you're also a boxer too, which is just <laughs> so fucking delicious. Yeah. Um, talk me through, I guess what I'm trying to get at is maybe the importance that you place on not pigeonholing your life and your character and how that affects you creatively. Definitely. I mean, it's so funny because I actually had this thing last night where I 
we were talking about exercise and they're like, oh, Zuri, what do, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I box. And just the sheer like shock on people's faces. It's wild. Like, I'm like, do you, do you, you know, it's, I think it's, it's very easy for people to see someone and just assume, or I don't know, they just float and do yoga and, and things like that. I love that sort of stuff. But this to me, like boxing, I've always seen as like an active form of meditation. I think it's such a beautiful thing that you have to be solely present in. Um, and yeah, for that reason, I think it's, it's just as important to me as things like, um, yeah, yoga and or places where you're present. It's like, it really brings you to that. So um, yeah, in terms of not being pigeonholed into something, I think that's so, so important because especially as women, that is a big, a big deal. I think society, has made it so you can only be one thing, one type of woman. You can't have all these different shades or ways you express yourself. You, you know, you're either like quiet or you're loud. You can't be both. You can't, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just find it so wild that we're not allowed to, I guess, express all our colors and for that to be okay. And so I think it's super important for me as an artist to present myself and, and share every part of myself um, so that people, yeah, especially women can know that that is, they should be proud of that and they shouldn't fear their power, their voice, their dreams. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful to hopefully be able to do that for people or help people see that. Absolutely. And I imagine on that note, um, I mean, like you said, it's it's hard enough for women who aren't artists, but as an artist, there must be an incredible, oh, how do you say, like incredible weight to it. And you're like, oh, I've got this kind of earthy, folky vibe, but already with this EP, I'm like, no, we're on the dance floor. Like we're going into the disco. There's some sequins coming into that. <laughs> And I can just tell you're following what you love, but is there at all a sense of trepidation for you as an emerging artist to do that? I'm honestly just following my heart. <laughs> I Everything I'm releasing is very authentic to me. As I said, it's each part of me. I don't think I'm ever going to disconnect myself from nature or or you know folky things or it's all just like always going to be an element as a as a part of me and I think that's what hopefully makes it special because yeah it isn't just that one thing and I think it's also important because nowadays it's it's really cool that I think people are now even with themselves as I say music taste like it used to be like you know if you only liked pop you only liked pop if you only liked hip-hop you only liked hip-hop rock oh you know that sort of stuff whereas nowadays people are, are listening to music and it's whether, it's just if you like it or not, whether you feel something or not. So you could love a rock song and you could love a folk song. Like it's, I think this kind of crossover is now hopefully becoming more widely accepted and celebrated that we aren't just one thing. We are made up of all these different things and feelings and yeah. And We're like walking kaleidoscopes. Yeah, exactly. And isn't that the most beautiful thing? As this is an amazing thing. Kaleidoscope. <laughs> kaleidoscope with really cool shoes on, just watering yeah. through things. And I'm really looking forward to hearing some beautiful like 
hip hop beats in your next EP. I'm already seeing it. You never know. You never know. I'm not <laughs> Maybe some never. death metal just like <laughs> going in. Um, just because I've like, I could just go and talk on these avenues, right? but I have to play Ladder to the Moon. So I'm just going to play Later Signal. I mean, can we, first of all, the intro, we've just got this almost like otherworldly elevator and then we're like, bam, dance floor. Please yeah. talk me through the creation <laughs> of this track because it's gorgeous. Thank you so much. I, when I was, I basically wrote this song. This is the only song that I wrote more recently, but it was when I'd come, just come back from London, I guess at the beginning of COVID. So it was kind of middle of March and me and um, my friend and producer that I wrote with Chris Collins, I kind of came to him because I, I thought of, I kind of originally really had this idea. I was literally in my room staring outside my window and I was kind of like, you know, I wish I could be in the sky. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so this kind of concept, I guess, started developing in me. And then I, I brought those that kind of original idea in with him and I also brought this book with me because I usually I do love to have some sort of whether it's an art book or a poetry book or something on me just if I need something some sort of inspiration or something to spark me and I actually so it's Georgia O'Keefe and she has an artwork called Ladders to the Moon and I flipped to it and I was like like this is it this is what I'm tr this is what I'm trying to say this is the story and so yeah it was basically about you know and it's not just specific to COVID I think this is <laughs> through all of our lives COVID just made it more evident and potent that you know we can be stuck physically in a place but it does not mean that we need to be there mentally I think our minds are so powerful and if we use them for the dreams and and the good and the hope then it can take us places and it can lift us out of those physical slumps that I think we can get so caught up in. Um, and thinking that like, just because we're in a room, it means that's all we are and that's all we can be and we can't reach further than that. Whereas I really wanted to make this song and, and make it kind of like dreaming with your eyes open. I like to, <laughs> I like to kind of say that, yeah, you don't have to be asleep to make those things that you hope for a reality and so it's just I guess that journey to to the moon and like trusting in and embracing all those steps and all those phases that it takes to get there um and again yeah who wouldn't want to be up on the moon like <laughs> who anyway. wouldn't be especially that idea of the moon that's a beautiful yeah. idea of the moon. <laughs> exactly that's the thing as well like the moon is also like such a beautiful such so beautifully symbolic of of that like all the phases a moon goes through it doesn't always stay whole like 
it's got all its phases and it comes back and it's this cycle and we love and we think that that's so beautiful. So why don't we see that within ourselves? So yeah, I think it's it's been a super amazing experience to kind of create that song and then create the Sonic World for it as well, which as you said, I think it has a little bit of a disco-y um, sparkle to it, which I really, really love. Cause I just, you know, when I think of the moon and you think you're in space, like I totally get taken to that kind of sonic landscape. And so, yeah. Oh, and it's true. I mean, we've all seen Barbarella, like, you know, (laughs) space is nothing but disco. It just is. (laughs) It doesn't matter if we're in 2021, they're still listening to the Bee Gees out there. (laughs) We saw Captain Kirk, he was doing it. Um, It's so gorgeous. And again, I love the way that you you've adapted that very not different, but yeah, I guess. Your, your lyrics are still just so within you, but then the, the melody and the production is just that that's something other and it flows deliciously through the whole EP. What was your desire as a whole for this compilation? I really wanted to, I guess this definitely, um, as I mentioned before, this was such an important process for me, I think in really facing myself and I think with my past two EPs, I've done a lot of like searching and wondering and I'm very proud of those those projects because that's definitely where I was at that point in time. But in coming to this EP, I finally feel like I'm arriving. I finally feel like I'm really confident in, in knowing who I am and embracing that and, and sharing that with everyone. So I really wanted that experience to not only be felt for me, but for the people listening and again, know that those people can also go go through that and and embrace that and feel okay in whatever that discovery is for them. And, you know, I think, like, I guess another overarching thing for me was, like, it all comes back to love in, in all its forms. I think everything always comes back to love and I, I want people to know to, that they can, like, surrender to love, but when I say that, I mean, like, the full open-hearted kind and not settle for anything less than that and yeah I think that's all we deserve that's all we want that's all we desire that overwhelming full-hearted warm and fuzzy (laughs) love feeling whether that's for ourselves or for someone else or for a place um I think that's why we're here so yeah that's so true and I'm so glad you went there because my favorite track on the album is actually lover be brave Oh, what a closer. What a closer. And what, I mean, just what a title. Um, I'm just going to play that now for anyone that hasn't got hold of the EP yet. That drum beat, 
Seriously, can you talk me through this song because it's so glorious? Thank you. Um, so I wrote this one in London with Nick Atkinson and Ed Holloway, and it was it was one that was yeah at least it's almost three years old I'd say. Um, but I was kind of in the middle stages of I was going back and forth in my writing between London and LA, and I was definitely going through a time of like I felt like there was lots of pressure that I put upon myself to, you know, I'm speaking about a specific situation here, but I guess go into these rooms and be amazing every time, create amazing songs, do this thing or just keep proving myself. Like I felt like if I failed in a writing session or something, then I was done. Like I didn't feel like I was worthy of what I was doing and, or that I was good enough. And and so I kind of came to this point, I was with Nick and Ed and I was really like, in my head I was and literally probably like the whole first day because I was with them for the weekend it took until like the end of that day for me to really push through and get this thing that I was trying to say because I was so stuck up in my head that um it was really beautiful to be able to verbalize the things that I was feeling and I think for me with Lover Be Brave and it's not just specific to that situation it's to any situation where people are feeling like they you know they they take their self-worth externally and they um you know it's so easy to seek validation from from other people and and assume that's the only way that you can feel whole in yourself or feel like you're worthy of something and for me I feel like we're all faced with these like slightly painful uncomfortable situations but if we come with come like come at them with like an open heart and embrace them then I think that's the bravest thing you can do so yeah let the lover be brave (laughs) beautiful and I think it goes really well um with where you said the EP came from that you'd written these songs before you'd actually I guess wanted to deal with the fact what they were about yeah. And it was almost prepping. So it's such a beautiful moment and close from the EP. So, yeah, thank you for putting that on there. Um, <laughs> you spoke just about um, not feeling not feeling enough, not feeling present, not feeling worthy. Um, I imagine, I mean, you've been recording in Nashville, you've been in London, like you've, you've been going everywhere and making music and creating, but I know particularly the Australian music industry industry makes very little room for female artists. And if you've got a certain sound and there just happens to be another person with a certain sound, they're like, well, we can't play you. Or we can't support you because you have one of those. But there seems to be gargantuan amounts of room for, um, yeah, all the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Do you... Did you ever feel that 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 needs or that insistence to be better and always deliver 150% in every session comes from making music in this country? I mean, I could, I definitely could say that's, that's definitely a part of it. That is something, unfortunately, that I think all artists can feel in Australia. To be honest, whether you're like, obviously it's very, much a thing within female artists but I think any artist in general it's sometimes hard I feel here to for everyone to be embraced um it seems to be like there's 
only like one at a time or I don't know like it's 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 hard for everyone to come up together and I think that's something that I saw so beautifully in other spaces was that people were so supportive of each other and celebrating that and coming together and wanting to collaborate um and I think you know Australian artists want that they want that as well like there's such amazing talent here and so many incredible female artists that like I've you know I've only discovered through really like seeking it out as opposed to it kind of being presented to me and yeah I think it's something not only here it's definitely across the world in terms of female artists that as females in general you do feel and it's you know it's with I guess how society is that you do have to be on all the time you have to push that little bit harder because a man could do the same thing and it be incredible you could do that thing and it's just expected it's it's definitely a hard space to be in and and, you know you could have hoped that since the dawn of time we would have progressed a lot further than where we have and I really do hope I I think with the amount of incredible heart and passion there is to equalize the world and and bring women back up I really do hope that we do make many beautiful steps forward in making that dream world and actual reality um, and I just want to do my absolute best to help and and make that happen because I know that's not something I've only felt that's something everyone's felt and that's whether you're in music or not right mm-hmm. so I think definitely a lot of these things add to <laughs> how you feel about what you're doing and and the kind of pressures you you can um, put on yourself to to keep being like on your absolute A game 24 seven when in also reality, like we're human, we are all human. No one, no matter who they are, no matter how great an artist or great person they are, everyone has bad days (laughs) and that is okay. That is also what connects to people the most, I think as well as like sharing those vulnerabilities. And that's why this EP is so important to me because I really do feel like I'm like as open (laughs) as I've been and I think it's really a duty as an artist to share and express those vulnerabilities so that everyone listening can also feel not alone in that and again know that they can have those experiences themselves and get to the other side of it and know hell yeah I'm brave I'm (laughs) you know I'm meant to be here and yeah You've got to be a brave lover to get to the moon, even if you're using a ladder. (laughs) Suri, like things are opening up again. I'm hoping we saw your glorious, glorious space in Oxford Arts last year. What's coming up for you? Are we going to see more of you? We're going to hear more of you. Well, um, on the live front, it's still a little bit hard in Australia right now. I hope that that gets better as we head into the new year, but I am going to be going back to London before the end of the year um, to keep writing music, hopefully do some performances over there because I was set to do that before COVID, but obviously that (laughs) that stopped that. So I'd like to pick that up where I left off and obviously come back here as well and be able to, like, I can't wait. That is like the most 
amazingly magical special thing to me to make these like face-to-face connections there's absolutely nothing like it in the world and I think everyone is craving it everyone understands how valuable that is to us as humans now more so than ever so I can't wait to I guess bring that to the world again bring it to the world (laughs) it has been such a delight honestly chatting with you today Thank you for your music and thank you for joining us. Uh, Listeners, Azuri's new EP, Ladder to the Moon, which you just heard nuggets of, is out now and available across all streaming platforms and retailers. Please give the whole thing a listen as she creates such incredible music and it all just has this incredible story. As I mentioned, do not forget, issue 12 of Women in Pop magazine is very close and it's very good. So get your copy before everybody else by subscribing at womeninpop.com forward slash subscribe and stay tuned to our social media channels. Search Women in Pop to find out the artists we spoke to for this issue. We will be back again soon. But until then, thank you so much for listening from myself and Azuri Ryder. Goodbye. Goodbye.